VK. I am your deliberator and facilitator for the Student Shift Podcast. As a higher ed professional, it is my pleasure to figuratively and literally take your hand and help you through the shift. Um, we're back with another episode of the Studentship Podcast, and we have two special guests today from our Housing and Residence Life office, and I will allow them to introduce themselves. Hi, my name is Jackie Miller. I am one of our assistant directors of Housing and Residence Life. I oversee three of our buildings on campus, as well as I'm an alum of Western. Go Broncos! Woo. Good morning. Uh, my name is Kate Papson. She, her pronouns. I am the hall director in Garnell Harvey, so the back of Valley 2. Shout out to Valley 2. Um, and of course, I am BK, your deliberator and facilitator for the Studentship Podcast. I say shout out to Valley 2 because I used to be there as a hall director in Icolifeb, the front of Valley 2, and so proud and live there. Go Broncos. <laughs> All right. So we're going to get into our introductory question. And it is, what is something that every incoming student should add to their Bronco bucket list? For me, I would say it is go to a game at Lawson Arena uh, for the hockey team. Nice. Not only is our team always good, typically, um, but the atmosphere is very one of a kind here at Western. You get to see the Bronco Pride. It's a small space. So you get to know a lot of people. When I think back to my time in college, that's where we would go on the weekends, hang out, um, watch the games, go grab pizza afterwards. And it was some of my best memories. And even now, still watching the students get so excited, um, especially after COVID, seeing the whole group come together that first game. I was literally in tears watching the students just be so excited to see our team back in action. Um, and that atmosphere hasn't changed since. Nice. What well, Shout out to that student section. What's it called? Oh, the Lawson Lunatics. Nice. So Woo. it is a great uh, environment. Um, and you can get your tickets online as well um, for games too and they're free yes. so that makes it even better nice nice uh for me it would be attend a wmu theater performance Ooh, that's a good one yeah even if you're not a theater person per se um it's still really enjoyable um the students put a lot of time and effort mm-hmm. into the productions very talented could be seeing future stars happening oh, here absolutely yeah but they keep it pretty like low cost for students to attend so um a couple productions every year definitely worth it I, I will say um shout out to the theater department because many of our incoming first year students they were able to see the bronco way mm-hmm. which is all was mm-hmm. which was put on by the mm-hmm. theater department and it was very very entertaining yeah um, and enjoyable so and and the parents also had the opportunity to see the performance so that is a very very great um bronco bucket list item yeah thanks all right so we're gonna um, go right into our topic questions today um so as you know as we all know campus will be booming with students coming up very soon Mm -hmm. many of our students will be living on campus and we want to talk about the move-in process, the move-in dates, and just kind of all things revolving around move-in so that our students can be, um, can know what to expect and be prepared. So what are the move-in dates and how do students know when they are supposed to move in? I know some of that happened just this week. 
That is correct. Yes. <laughs> um, so people can always check out our website, which is wmish.edu backslash housing. That's going to have the move-in calendar, and that's also going to have links to sign up for move-in times, which we will talk about in a little bit, I believe. Um, but fall welcome move-in is Thursday, August 24th through Saturday, August 26th. And then returning students and transfer students who are not attending fall welcome, their move-in would be Sunday, August 27th through Tuesday, August 29th. Or beyond. Some people come after yeah. Tuesday if yeah. you don't have Wednesday classes or whatnot. Making it in time for class. Yeah, yeah. Show up later. That's fine <laughs> if you want to. But um, yeah, our website will always have the move-in calendar and um, information about how you can sign up for your move-in time. Nice. We also just sent an email to you all, uh, first year students, for to sign up for uh, your move in time as well. So that came out on August 1st, um, and that is live now to pick your time. So go ahead and choose your time. You get to pick your date and your time that you move in. And say your schedule changes as you pick your time, it's okay to switch it. Uh, we're happy to help and accommodate. We just want to make sure that we have enough space and we give students enough time to move in and it's not super crowded either that is one of our goals we know we don't want 50 people coming in so there's only a certain amount of students who are allowed in during the hour um, but that allows you to have plenty of time with carts with wagons the elevator lines are a lot shorter um, and it just makes things a lot smoother nice yeah move in is such an exciting time but also we want it to be efficient so <laughs> yes. yes yeah yes yes so um how important is it for students to stick to their designated uh date and time for move in and why does that time matter i know you kind of spoke a little bit about it but yeah it's honestly designed to help you and who's ever helping you move, right? It's designed to streamline the process and minimize the number of people who are like all there at the same time, all like trying to park at the same time, use the elevator at the same time, get the keys at the same time. It's really designed to help you all. So that is why, like if you don't stick to your moving time, just imagine if no one stuck to their moving time, then chaos. Yeah. I think it's beautiful, too, is that you allow our students to choose their move-in time. Mm -hmm. So you're not being assigned a move-in time. Right. You're choosing when you are going to be up and available. Mm -hmm. So if you're not a morning person, don't choose to whatever the <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah. Like, don't you want to be there on time and be there for your, your move-in. So. And we're definitely flexible, too. We understand, like there is traffic coming down or yeah. if there's something happening on I-94, you know, that's usually where we find some holdups coming in. Um, we've got that flexibility too, to work with your students. Our goal is just to make it as smooth as possible for our families. So that way it's a good experience. We know this is a tough time for parents to say goodbye to their students. Mm -hmm. um, and the students are also very excited to be on their own. So, but it's moving is a great time to kind of have that bond experience to talk about all the fun things that you've done together um, and make those new plans of what life happens now. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, man, that that uh, construction in Jackson, I don't know <laughs> if it will ever, yeah. ever be done. It has been years, <laughs> literally years. Like maybe yeah. 10, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> maybe 10. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Jackson. Yeah, I was going to say. 517. <laughs> All right. Um, can you give us a brief rundown of what mm -hmm. students can expect on move-in day? Like, what does that process look like? Um, and keep in mind that every building is different and we understand right. that. But if you can just give us a general overview, um, like what does that look like? I know there might be some unloading zones. There might be some different ways traffic will move. Um, tell us a little bit about that. 
we'll cover the outside part. Okay. Um, so as they're coming into campus, you'll be directed to where you're going, whether you're going to the valleys or to Western Heights. And as you pull into that first part of the area, whether it's Valley 1, 2, 3, or Heights, there's going to be someone there to talk to you. They're going to ask you what building that you live in. They're going to give you directions exactly where to go, as well as a parking pass. Uh, that parking pass is a 15-minute unloading zone, um, and they'll direct you to where the unloading zone is. And there'll be people throughout the time pointing where parking spaces are available. Um, and so once you've parked your car in that unloading zone, uh, we recommend that the parents or anybody who is visiting with the student unload the car and the student go into the building and check in. Um, we really encourage that. So the way it makes it more efficient, uh, there's usually plenty of spaces around uh, the buildings to unload and put your stuff down while you wait. You can also send somebody into the building to go get a cart. We'll have cart check-ins throughout uh, the building as well. So that way you can make it easier to get your stuff up and down the stairs or in the elevators. Nice. Yeah, so I also I'm sure that helps with um, congestion is making sure that like the family members stay mm -hmm. outside and then the student goes in. It'll be the first the students maybe mm -hmm. uh, first time of, you know, doing mm -hmm. their thing and being independent. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then once everything's unloaded and everything's uh, you're going to need to move your car um, and that parking pass will have the directions on where to move your car. So it depends on what building you're in, uh, where we recommend, but we try to find the closest parking lots to the buildings. So that way it's not too far of a walk um, as well as that way we can keep the areas closest to the building ready for others to check in. Nice. But also bring some good walking shoes. Yes. Yeah, I, I would say keep in mind to um, how we talked about earlier, like Garner Harvey is the back of Valley 2 and Iker Lefeb is the front of Valley 2. The student, like the larger student parking lot might be closer to one building than the other. So like the buildings are all labeled, uh, but you might not be able to pronounce some of them. We get it, right? But just pay attention to the name on the building. So that way you're, you're checking in it, it like it, you will be upset, I think, with yourself if you show up to Garnow and you actually need to check in at Iker. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it happens. We get it. We'll, we'll kindly direct you. We will walk you down if Absolutely. we need to. Um, but it does happen. So just make sure in the valleys um, you're paying attention that the parking lot might not be right next to the building you need to check into. It was only um, after I uh, left being a hall director in Iker Lefebvre that I realized it's mm -hmm. Iker Lefebvre. It is Lefebvre. <laughs> We've, yeah, it's, it's gone on too long though. Yes. <laughs> sorry, sorry to the Lefebvre family. family. Yeah. But it's, it's gone on too long. Yeah, man. <laughs> all right. So um, is there any recommendations mm -hmm. uh, that you all have to make the move-in process smoother? We kind of already talked about um, bringing a wagon or a dolly mm -hmm. or something, but um, any other recommendations mm -hmm. that you have for our incoming students? Um, well, one for this year, uh, if you have not sent in your Bronco ID photo, mm -hmm. if you could do that yes. by August 17th, so we could have your ID printed for you at check-in, nice. um, that would be very helpful. Returning students, y'all can just pick yours up when you're here. Sorry, we will not have yours <laughs> printed, um, but for new incoming students, new transfer students, if you all could get your ID photo in before I-17, mm -hmm. that will save you uh, a trip during move-in. Because mm -hmm. um, all the buildings have um, stairwells inside and passenger elevators inside. Not all the apartments do, so mm -hmm. save that for another podcast. <laughs> um, but all the residence halls, yeah, you're, you're going to have um, elevators. But yeah, um, any anything that you can do to make carrying your stuff smoother, um, 
anything um, like keep it. We have large dumpsters to recycle the boxes. And so it might be easier just like stack the boxes on a dolly and then unpack the stuff when you're here instead of unpacking it before you get here. Um, Yeah, making sure that you have with you your um, online student check-in for the residence halls. So that is through our housing portal. Um, There's an online check-in process that just speeds up our ability to give you the key and the ID to get to your room. So paying attention to your emails with the directions on how to do that um, would make that easier for you. Um, And just, again, understanding that um, our staff is there to assist and guide you, but we're not able to do some things for you. So like paying attention to the videos and instructions on how to loft your bed because our staff can't physically do that. Right. And I know that could be upsetting for some folks. Um, we can guide you on how to do that, but understand we're not going to be able to do all that thing for you. Yeah. Um, and then also... Um, checking out information about IT because once everyone's on campus and everyone's trying to get on the internet at the same time just it could be delayed yeah just so you know you know you want to get those smart TVs and those PS I don't know where we at now five five Five. Five. yeah Yeah. Yeah. I'm back at GameCube so but yeah trying to get those (laughs) yeah Sega Genesis I was going to say too students when you come for the check-in process have your phones with you Mm -hmm. and have them out Um, not only to take pictures of stuff but we're going to have different QR codes throughout the building and in the check-in areas to make sure that we can get you set up with different things so we'll have a QR code to get your parking permit nice um we'll have some to help you get set up with oit because you need to register all of your devices okay. um, and so sometimes that does get complicated um, and some devices work and some don't so make sure to check oit's website mm-hmm. to see what devices because i know sometimes alexas will work and sometimes they don't it all depends on the day some in the Man, device technology is beautiful yep. mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, same with there's something like chromecast typically don't work with our system so making sure you know what you're bringing ahead of time um, check out our move-in uh, list as well which is on our housing website to know what you can and cannot bring. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> yeah, yes. Let me just let me just emphasize <laughs> that what to bring, what not to bring list for unapproved and approved appliances. Just shout out to the list. <laughs> Those forming grills, it's just not forming oh, right. yeah. grills, but air fryers are also not allowed let's just so put it sorry. out there so <laughs> like, sorry. We, we love our air fryers but unfortunately they are not allowed at this time i keep in mind too with coffee pots because i know we all love some coffee um shout out to the new starbucks on campus nice. um but if you're going to bring coffee pot it needs to be a k-cup type mm. uh machine because the pot coffees has an external burner um and unfortunately because of that it's not allowed um also no toasters because i know that's the other big thing that we typically confiscate um and so we don't want to take that stuff away from you later on so it's better to save it and keep it at home um and use it for the next time whether you move to the on-campus apartments and if it's allowed there um or in your next stop in your housing journeys nice yeah Y'all, I get it. <laughs> Candles, we hear you. <laughs> Bath and Body Works, they yeah. have, have sales. Yeah, hey. they sure do. We're well aware of those times of year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like lovely. Don't don't do it. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. You can you can get a diffuser, like an essential mm-hmm. oil diffuser. You can have a plug-in air freshener. You can have a spray air freshener. You can open your window. Mm-hmm. You can do <laughs> so many things, mm-hmm. right? Um, you can talk to someone if you're concerned about any sort of. Uday 
whatnot. Yeah. Um, but candles, so sorry. Wax melters, so sorry. I get it. You might be super responsible, and I do appreciate that. But we have to count for everybody. So thank You're you. Just trying to keep everyone safe. We are. We are. <laughs> they, yeah, they hate to hear it. I hate to have to tell you, honestly, but it is what it is. So. Yeah. Think about it. You're in a building, like you're in a, an, in a, <clears throat> oh, excuse me, a mansion. You know, yep. essentially, <laughs> with a bunch of rooms, and you're just trying to keep everyone safe. Mm-hmm. You don't know who's what someone's mm-hmm. doing down the hall. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but a lot of the things that we don't allow or do allow, it's because of safety, or also we don't want you to cause any damage and have to get pay for stuff later on. Um, so I know one of the new items that is banned this year, unfortunately, are the strip lights that have the stickiness, the uh, LED lights. lights. Yeah, okay. um, because we found even myself trying to take one down super slow okay. took all the paint down. Okay. Okay. And so we had to charge the students for painting the entire room. Okay. Um, and we don't want you all to do that. Um, and so we are trying to also save you money and save you the hassle later on. So mm-hmm. some of the stuff that you, when you look at our list, it's because of that. We're trying to be preventative um, and proactive for you um, in a sense. It's interesting because I feel like uh, even to this day, I will not buy a spider lamp. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> not even for my home. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No. Danger's real. Danger's yep. real. Yeah. I've been in res life. Yep. I was in res life too long. Yeah. I just, I just know the danger zone. Right? Really. <laughs> All right. That was a really, really informative, <laughs> yep. very helpful. Um, there was an email that went out to our uh, first year students yep. that. Um, an email, but then also a text from our peer-to-peer program. Um, And it did have a packing list. And on that packing list, it does have a list. And it's the packing list straight from the housing website. And it has a list on what to bring and what not to bring. Um, In addition to the link also for the movement to sign up for a move-in time. Let me buy them. Buy y'all some donuts and coffee. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Sweetwaters. Yes. 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 That would be wonderful. Yeah. Make sure you grab yeah. a Sweetwaters donut while you're yeah. in the house. Add it to your bucket list. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So as we wrap up today, um, any final thoughts, tips, tricks, cool stories that you all would like to share? There's so many cool stories in housing. <laughs> I think one of the things I will say, especially for parents listening, especially if you've had students who've gone to other universities, I don't know how many times in the past few years I have gotten compliments from parents and families and students saying this is the smoothest universities moving uh, that they've seen. We'll knock on wood. Yes, we will. (laughs) Uh, We've gotten multiple compliments on our systems that way. It's easy for families and they get to enjoy the day. Like it can be a very stressful day. It can be a very sad day, an emotional day for everybody. Um, But we want to try to have our part in it be a positive one for you. We have tissues on deck, right? We typically we do. do. Yeah. <laughs> we have tissues, but not band-aids. So sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Liability. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say make sure, um, I think we're trying to do a better job at the check-in stations mm-hmm. for this year instead of just having spread all over. But like students for like their floor group me's or their LLC mm-hmm. group me's, making sure that they're connected with those um, so they can easily, you know, find find their squad um as well as attending those fall welcome floor meetings that you'll see advertised at check-in that'll get you connected with fall welcome if you're not attending fall welcome if you're a returning student obviously those will not apply to you at your later movement dates but um just like giving it some time to like don't panic if day one you're like i haven't met my best friend yet Mm -hmm. right like it's 
it's gonna be okay it is um but making sure that you're attending um your fall welcome events if you're signed up for fall welcome um you did pay Mm -hmm. for it and Mm -hmm. there's some cool stuff happening they put a lot of time and effort in planning those fall welcome events you'll see me there because some of them are really really cool yeah (laughs) yeah i I was very excited a lot of a a lot of things involving ice cream and ice skating so yes um yeah attending the opening floor Mm -hmm. programs in the buildings Mm -hmm. things like that so you can meet people um get to know other people but as you start going to class and things like that you're also going to be exposed to more folks Mm -hmm. um so again not panicking right away if you're like oh i'm a little lonely um you mentioned the floor meetings Mm -hmm. and i kind of want to backtrack just a just a bit Mm -hmm. and talk about who lives on the floors with the Mm -hmm. students um the resident assistants right Mm -hmm. and so you all want to just kind of talk about a little bit about what they do and so that our parents that are listening know that there is someone there (laughs) that is on the floor that is an experienced student (laughs) Yeah, we have upperclassmen students who live on the floor. So our resident assistants, there's one per floor or house. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are trained. They go through about two and a half weeks of training uh, to prep for your students to come live with them. Um, so they're trained in doing events, helping students through different crisis situations, helping them find resources on campus. Um, and they're really there because they love to help people. They want to have have students have a good experience. Um, And so um, we work them. We also have community assistance this year. Um, So we have someone who is gonna be working as well with our living learning communities um, and our general population who are seasoned RAs um, from professionals who um, are there along with our hall directors and grads. So we do have our hall directors like Kate um, and they work in the building um, as well as they are there because they live there as well. And so uh, they're around, you'll see, our students will see them at night attending programs. Um, but it's one of the ways that we can provide support to your students as well. Um, and so the RAs will be doing floor meetings immediately for fall welcome students. And then we'll do um, another one with them the first week of classes. So that way they can make those connections, help our students know like what to do, what not to do, um, and really be a resource for them. Wonderful. Yeah, just a plug myself and my fellow hall directors mm-hmm. um so I don't, some parents i don't know we they think that we're the head mm-hmm. ra i'm not sure what that means mm-hmm. um so if you could explain it to me that'd be great but um <laughs> i yeah i we are the full-time staff members that supervise the student yeah, staff um, yep. yeah so and big shout out to the ras um mm-hmm. can be underappreciated sometimes mm-hmm. but the amount of time and effort yeah, right. the ra is putting into assisting the mm-hmm. students on campus it mm-hmm. is a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And I think um, they're they're not a substitute for a therapist. They're mm-hmm. not a substitute for an academic advisor, things like that. But they are. They can connect people mm-hmm. to resources, and they can connect students yeah. to us. And we can also mm-hmm. connect you to resources. Nice. So definitely utilize the staff that's mm-hmm. in the building and know that we want to collaborate with you. Mm-hmm. Um, like we're, we're open to working with you. We're not out mm-hmm. to like be a buzzkill. That's like, <laughs> not our job. Yeah. But. Um, right before opening too, if you check out the housing web page, we'll, or Facebook group actually, um, we'll be posting um, information about our staff members. So you can get to know your RA prior to oh. um them arriving so at least we picture so that we know who your RA is Um, and they'll be the ones working those check-in stations and um, one of the big things too during moving is if you have an issue or there's something wrong with the room it's not clean for some reason or there's a bed piece that isn't necessarily fitting properly let us know immediately too because that's part of our job is to make sure that everything is set and ready to go for you all 
I will say our custodial staff works real hard yeah, yep. to get your room ready. So, um, yeah, definitely let us know. But they are all hands all on, on deck. deck. They are ready to go. Um, they've been working hard this mm-hmm. summer. So shout out to, to our custodial yep. services. And I will say to um, give grace and consideration mm-hmm. that these buildings were not built yesterday. They are not brand mm-hmm. new buildings. And mm-hmm. so there are going to be things that may not mm-hmm. be as pristine or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean... They're good. Mm-hmm. They're good. They're well loved. Well loved. Yeah, These are sign, signs of the good community yeah. that people have had in there. Yeah. Right? So people, the vibes, mm-hmm. the vibes are what get the folks. Nice. Um, you said something before. Oh, you know when you when you're coming in. Yeah, like Kate said, don't be um, sad that you haven't met your best friend. But also understand that change is hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, change yeah. is yeah. really yeah. hard. Um, if you're used to sharing a room with a sibling, it's different. Mm-hmm. It's different than sharing a room with a stranger or someone that you just mm-hmm. met. But even if you're sharing a room with a best friend, you mm-hmm. you know you really learn things about people when you start living with them. Okay, so give it time. Mm-hmm. Um, try to work through those issues if there are any, but then also just be open to the big change. It's a huge shift. It is. And we definitely have tools. One, we have the people power to assist you in conversations or, um, little conflicts, things like that. Right. Like natural. Yeah. Who's buying the paper? Yeah, Yeah. correct. Right. Um, so we have like roommate and suite mate agreement information also available. Mm -hmm. Um, it should be in the rooms when people Mm -hmm. move in to help jumpstart those conversations to hopefully, to hopefully alleviate some of those future concerns or conflicts. Um, because again, yeah, they are natural. Right. And, um, if you have, slept in a room by yourself for years, you might not know what it's like to sleep with someone who snores. Or maybe yeah. you yeah. snore. Maybe <laughs> you we're didn't learning. Know it. We're yep. learning. <laughs> we're learning many things about ourselves and others at college. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid to, especially during fall welcome, to meet people. Um that was the best way I connected here at Western. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Garner Harvey where I lived and yes. my fall welcome group. That's where I met some of my best friends. Yeah. Um or there was a person that I met whose family wasn't there either. We bonded and we both ended up on the same trajectory. We both became RAs at the same time. We both became grads at the same time um, and have always stayed connected because we were willing to talk to somebody who is different than us and have those conversations. Yeah, nice. I always tell people that I came to college and then I never left because I loved it so much. And so I work here professionally. Ditto. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Is there any final thoughts that you all would like to leave our listeners with before we end the podcast? If you have additional questions for housing, um, check out that email. We also have a hanging with housing coming up. Nice. Uh, where What's we that? Can, it is a Facebook Live where we will have some of our professional staff members there to answer your questions. Nice. Um, so we really don't have too much of a script, but we are happy to answer as many questions as we can during that allotted time. Sweet. We'll try to put that uh, link in the show notes yeah. so that you all can access that. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, once again, um, I appreciate you all for being here today. Uh, Be kind. Be well. Go Broncos. Go Broncos. (laughs) The Student Shift Podcast provides information, expectations, and answers about Bronco life on the campus of WMU in a fun and easily accessible platform. Join us every Friday to hear topics ranging from orientation to graduation.